0: Initiating Startup Sequence.
1: You are now plugged in. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. This is episode 227 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. So, it's been a week, and we are back. This week, we are drinking Jameson IPA Cass Whiskey.
2: Um. Cheers. Cheers. So it's whiskey conditioned in IPA glass. Yes. We should have brought like a small IPA to pair this with, but oh well.
1: Should have. That'd been a good idea.
2: Um, it's good.
1: It is pretty good. Um. So, Tim, what have you been up to this week?
2: Stuffing things.
1: Things and you've been stuffing things. I've been stuffing things. Stuffing things. Deep and hard. Deep and Um, hard stuffing things.
2: (laughs) Well, speaking of, of love i guess okay my anniversary is tomorrow or not tomorrow. no it's not it's two days from now yes i'm thinking it's thursday already and so i was shopping for a present uh for the wife and so she's been kind of slowly changing our garage to a workout room which is awesome um, so far i have an elliptical it's
1: like a bdsm dungeon
2: yeah we got this uh, star thing that you can chain yourself to yep. Some, yep some flogs no we got an elliptical and some weights and i mean that's
1: torture to some people
2: totally could be um so I was looking for a weight bench, and I looked at several online. I'm off Facebook right now, so I kind of miss Facebook Marketplace, honestly. So I got an offer. That's
1: the one thing you miss.
2: Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Um, I got an offer up account, and I've been looking at Craigslist. I drove to Super. Heard places.
1: offer ups like really gotten down the shitter lately.
2: Yeah, it's I mean hit or miss. Um, I got Spider Man that way oh, for nice. twenty five cool. bucks. Cool, cool. That's this is my second transaction. I drove to one guy's place in Vancouver and, like, the pictures didn't show the damage on the seat. So I walked away from that one. Yep. Was he pissed? No, he's fine. Um, it wasn't even there. It was weird. He was like, if you like it, just, uh, leave me money under the doormat. I'm like, okay. But you're
1: like, I'm going to take it, but I don't like it. Thanks.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I got a similar model, but this one has, like, got everything on it. It's huge and it's massive, it's got a leg, um, like a leg thing too at the end of it. So you can put plates on it. And nice. Leg curls. It's really heavy, really massive. It's a little tall. So my wife had a little bit of trouble getting on it, but she said she'll make it work. So it wasn't like glowing praise, but I think she'll use it. Um, I hope so
1: it hope. looks nice. Yeah. If she needs a lower one, I'll trade you.
2: You should come look at it. And see what <clears> you think. <throat> Cause I think she would probably like that, but I want to make sure you like that before we do anything like that. Okay. So I've been watching a new, I just started a new, um, TV show on my HBO now, um,
1: Oh, what are you watching? What Trial. Are you
2: watching? It's almost over. I'd see if I want to extend it a month or two, just because the reason we How got much it, is that it's fifteen bucks a month, but it's HBO. Who? Um, so True Detective season oh, three. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard of this.
2: It's good. Um, I've just watched just the first. It's
1: Like Detective Pikachu. No, it's not. Yeah.
2: It no, totally it's is. really not. It's yeah. like a. It's you gotta like, catch them all. It's like a crime show, but yeah, you it's gotta awesome. catch all the criminals. Like. The first scene, catch that you, the first scene you see these two detectives Criminals. in the eighties, they're like shooting rats in the junkyard and drinking. What the fuck? Before they get the call to go out and investigate um, the disappearance. of two Before
1: kids. they had to be accountable for their ammo.
2: Dude, it gets dark real quick. Like, huh. they all find right. they find this kid in a cave, like all posed in a prayer, and there's like these dolls. Was he alive? No, and there's he's, these dolls, dolls made out of straw. It's creepy as hell. And there's a really cool uh, like time thing, like it shows the investigation as it happened, and then it shows like an investigation of the investigation, like ten years in the, past that. So it's kind of a good narrative device. Like the guy will be talking to the people investigating the investigation, and then there's a even further flash forward to him as an old man um, in front of a documentary crew. Hmm. So you'll like be seeing a scene of the actual investigation, and all of a sudden you hear like a voiceover from him you know, giving his comments on it. It's just a cool narrative device. Huh, that's And cool. it's filmed really well, and I'm really into it. I think you'd like it too. Hmm. Um, I do
1: have HBO, so I'll have to check it out.
2: Oh, you should. Uh, at least watch the first episode. Okay. I think you'll be hooked. Sweet. I think there's four episodes so far. It's still like, being released right now. Huh. So that's True Detective Season 3. I tried... I liked the first season. Um, I tried the second one. I did not like it. Are they, like...
1: Different people, yeah. You completely different stories. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. There's kind
2: of a similar vibe almost. Um, Are they in of, the
1: same universe?
2: I guess it's just more like um, there's usually like detective pairs. There's mm. they're kind of burned out, and there's sort of an existential. I don't. It's hard to describe, but there's definitely a similar vibe to them. I just the second one was too confusing. Hmm. Um, so on the home front, my dishwasher crapped out again. Jesus. Is f- so apparently this is pretty common. Like the controller unit in the front gets water in it and it, f- it fries one of the connectors. This is the second time this has happened to us. Um, so it took like a week just to get the guy out to look at it. And he looked at us said, like, yep, it's fried. Um, then and the only place uh, what do you that, want me to do? <laughs> well, the only place that has the part in stock is Boise, Idaho. Like They don't stock these apparently anywhere nearby. Um, so it's getting shipped to me. But the thing is like his next available appointment to install it is March 11th.
1: What? We can do this.
2: That's what I said. I'm like how hard is it to do this? He's like
1: mm,
2: not that hard. So it's getting shipped to my house in a week. we were having to hand wash dishes, which is
1: This nothing. sucks.
2: It does. Um
1: how much was the part? It's 150 uh, bucks. It's free for you.
2: No, it was $75 for the call. So his labor was also like 140 so like the whole service call to get nothing done was like $300.
1: And you had that to pay 75
2: Yeah, we have a home, I guess, insurance policy, you'd call it. It's like, if anything goes wrong in your house, they'll fix it for 75 bucks, with some pretty important exclusions. But we've used it enough that it's definitely worth the monthly fee we pay for it, which I'm not sure what that is. Anyway, so yes, um, stay tuned for further adventures if Tim tries to fix his dishwasher. And everything explodes. Zach
1: has to come back and fix it.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, there's only one ribbon pin I have to put in and, like, nine screws.
1: But is the ribbon pin, like, well, there's flip also, down or pull out? There's,
2: like, a panel I have to take off. There's a whole bunch of stuff. <clears throat> I think I can do it.
1: Okay. Well, if not, I will come up because it sounds fun.
2: You can just come if you want, but it's going to be probably a Tuesday or Wednesday next week.
1: Mm, it we'll won't see. be a Wednesday.
2: Yeah, probably not. Anyway okay. Also in the home front um, I, I recorded a small family moment That I thought was really funny So basically At the dinner table So my son has been like Doing the recorder at school Which is like a middle school thing here um, You just go through And you do a bunch of recorder songs And they try to make it cool By like every time you learn a song You get like a belt Like karate So you like green belt And blue belt and finally Hanging get, off of your recorder Yeah it's like a string Like a, literally a little string On your recorder So like he's on the black belt Like four I think and he's—I re- gotta give it to him. He's really practicing like really hard. He goes in the in the room that's sort of soundproofed, and he will play on his recorder for like an hour and a half, two hours. Like, Jesus, it's really cool to see him focus on this. So anyway, I complimented on it, and I said, "You're doing a really good job." And of course, you know,
1: your daughter got like butt hurt, and yeah. like,
2: well, I played the recorder too I was little, and I, you
1: never said I did a good job, Dad. Like,
2: I could probably do better than him. Like, oh really? That sounds like a challenge. So, like, we had a recorder off at dinner uh, where they, like, each played a song. And they did three songs. And here's just some banter, like, in between one of those rounds, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah,
3: go ahead. That's F? Or this? Out. <laughs> yeah, your middle finger out, you can either
2: do it with the pinky or Yeah, the middle finger out. <laughs> F. It's not making any noise. F you all. <laughs>
3: Are you sure this is F? Why do you have to put orange your. He's
2: effing sure, okay? <laughs>
3: yeah. You can look at the packet and decide if I'm lying or not. Why is there four? There's all the
4: notes. You Are you
2: need to know gonna do a song?
4: Here. Yes.
2: The easiest <laughs> one. Where's
3: Ode to Joy? Oh, that's the second karate packet. You can do all the Joy. Da, 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 da. I know Ode to Joy. That's <laughs> the only song I know. I don't know.
1: Do <laughs> I on. love how your son just like taunts her, like, "Oh, this is Ode to Joy, right you here." You just bust it do out you know, on. Sure.
4: I'm on. Let's
2: hear it. This is my daughter, by the way. <laughs> Why does it
4: sound like the whole Ode to song? Joy?
2: Why <laughs>
3: is that? You know that that's one like open. meme music? Objectively, like, oh. my son did better. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can play songs just easily. I will play you in clarinet. Oh fine. Do you want to? I will be. I
2: will you be want to play happy to do? Re- No, I'm
3: saying record oh, oh, a versus. versus... You're, you're willing? You willing? No. No, that was not the. No, bet. You're willing? Okay,
0: but, but I win this
2: one, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that So was,
1: did she actually of the clarinet? She did.
2: It was actually really sweet. Is like after she played, and of course she did play. The fingerings differ between a yeah. recorder and a clarinet, and she's done the, re- the clarinet more recently, so it's kind of a fair challenge. Uh, but she was so boastful in the beginning that I don't feel bad that she lost.
4: That's
1: funny. But what was
2: cute was afterward, um, she actually taught him the basics of the clarinet. Oh, that's like, cool. Like, on the fly, like, switched out her read, showed him where the um, keys were, showed him how he had to purse his lips, and, like... So does
1: she own a clarinet? Yes. Okay. I can't remember if you guys actually bought one or just leased it. So.
2: No, I bought a pretty nice one. Um, nice. Which we still have. Um, so it's just a cool little family moment. I thought I'd share with you guys. That's really cool. So, what
1: do you went up to? Um... So, Tim, hold on one second. Can you hold this? Sure. Hold my beer. Hold my beer.
2: What are you doing? Ah, he's, he's getting a box.
1: Yes. All right, Tim. So What's in the box? Tim, you have a luxurious big beard. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I wish I did. It's so big. And it's so luxurious. Tell me how so, big it is again. Uh, your beard. Okay. Yeah. Um,
2: so, I've got this big beard.
1: Yep, you got this big beard. And so, what I did is I went to livebearded.com. And I bought some cool little beard, like, I don't know, like, grooming items.
2: So, like, how did you hear about them?
1: So, I did a little bit of research um, online and was looking for an all-natural beard care company that could give you some pointers on how to grow, like, not really grow, like, not how to grow your beard, but, like, how to shape it and, like, form it as it's growing and stuff, um, and, like, suggestions and tips and stuff like that. And so I came, stumbled across them, and all of their ingredients are 100% natural. So, like, uh, argan oil, I uh, can read this, some other type of oil, grapeseed oil, essential oils for the fragrance, and that's it. Cool.
2: Um, so what are you holding right there?
1: Right here is the beard oil. So what this does is, like, so there's a beard shampoo, which I did not bring in here. So you wash your beard with your beard shampoo, and it basically cuts out all the grime and everything gets stuck into your beard during the day, just like when you, like, wash your hair um, at night. And the beard oil, what it does, it goes back in and you actually, like, you kind of feather it underneath your beard and rub it down into the skin. Okay. And it's oiling the skin back so where the shampoo might pull moisture out of it, the beard oil is going to put the oil back into it and into the hair. So it kind of helps give it more of, like, a soft and, like, a formable... You know, it's easier to form.
2: I'm gonna stroke your beard.
1: Yeah, stroke my beard. It's so soft.
2: It's a little bristly, but um, it's it, a lot softer. hmm Um, I've so only
1: what, I've only been doing this a few days.
2: So he's got something else down in his hand. So
1: this is beard butter. This is like <laughs> beard butter. Beard butter. So I I did use it once when so you I, use this less often. Well, just because my beard's not as long as some of the people's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do find that actually, even at my length of beard, it is extremely helpful. Um, one thing I forgot to mention about beard oil is it really helps with the itching okay. like, while it's growing in um, because it's keeping your skin moisturized. Mm-hmm. Um, the shampoo, getting everything off the skin um, actually helps more of your uh, So this is a dumb question,
2: the- but is there only a shampoo, not a conditioner?
1: There's no conditioner. Okay. Not that they have anyways. I mean, I'm sure somebody makes a beard conditioner, but
2: I mean, you're sort of the beard butter during and the, the oil conditioning is with the oil, kind of, yeah, because that's what, yeah, to rehydrate, right?
1: Yep. Um. So this is a deep conditioner. Mm-hmm. It's got shea butter, coconut oil. I oh, see there's your conditioner. Yep. There's your conditioner. Um.
2: Shea butter is always that's good stuff.
1: Yep. Avocado oil, avocado oil, uh, almond oil, grapeseed oil, essential oils for fragrance. Um, it's, this one right here is a light to medium hold. So you can actually like shape your beard. If it was like per se longer. The thing that I find about this is the length my beard is like, I get lots of them to just kind of stick out. Mm -hmm. Um, and the beard butter will help me actually lay them down flat and kind of groom it to make it less. And the one thing that I did buy that did not come in the package is the beard brush. Now this, you can feel it.
2: It's it's boar hair. Yeah, it's kind of a medium, yeah, bristle. It's so not, not like super soft, not super bristle, like hard. It's,
1: yeah. So the nice thing about this is this will actually kind of like scrub on your skin to help break off the rest of the dead skin cells, okay. opening up the pores so more hair can grow. Um, and then on top of that, also helps you, kind of like form where my beard's like super curly. Um, and it's not at a length right now where it's actually like hanging down, so it's not just growing downward. Um, so it's kind of like weaving in there. So this, if I just go over, it kind of helps me like, you form can almost it. hear that. Put, put, yeah. Push
2: the mic. Nice. Like one more hour of that. We got an ASMR video.
1: Exactly. Um,
2: so, so, um, how, how much time do you spend grooming your beard a day? Like, is it twice a day? Like once in the morning, once at night?
1: Um, so right now I'm at, probably i do the shampoo at night i wake up early and i do the oil um i'm not really using the butter on days at work
2: so you're sleeping all night without moisturizer
1: yeah that's the problem is i need to contact them that um, sounds in- not right it does um so i think i what i need to do is because what they're doing is i shower at nighttime before mm-hmm. i go to bed they're showering in the morning and all their videos they have how-to videos and everything on their website um And
2: it just seems like you wouldn't want to go eight hours without some kind of moisturizer.
1: Exactly. So I think I need to start moisturizing it at nighttime. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, yeah, I am brushing it after I moisturize it um, at in the morning and at nighttime. That's about it. I don't spend too long on it. I'd say the whole process, I mean, maybe adds like 40 seconds to the shower to scrub the shampoo in there and let it set for a few seconds and then wash it out. And then maybe 30 seconds to put the oil in. Cool. So maybe a minute and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Um, the, the fragrance I got right now is a alderwood and vanilla, and it's called The Wilderness. Um, and I really like it. It's kind of got like, a, I don't know, it, it smells like alderwood and like got like a little bit of a musky smell to it, like you're outside like in the forest almost. Mm-hmm. Um, another cool thing that I got coming on the way right now is is there was a sample pack of the fragrances mm-hmm. in all three travel sizes okay. for $6. All you had to pay was shipping, so it 6 bucks. Cool. Um, their normal is free shipping on any order, but with this sample package, they gave you the samples for free if you paid the shipping. So You know, this is
2: sounding like a bearded.com, like commercial, livebearded.com. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, they should probably sponsor Live dot yeah, Livebearded.com. So you guys should check it out. If you guys are interested, let me know because uh, I can give you a code, and you'll get $5 off instantly.
2: Is it a one-time use? Uh,
1: yeah, for registering. Okay. So, first purchase. I think you'll get $5 off from using my referral code, and then you also get 10% off.
2: I'm just saying, we should get sponsored for this, buddy.
1: We should probably do that. All right. I mean, maybe I'll send it over to him. We can do that. There you go.
2: So. Well, what else you went up to?
1: Um, Other than not drink my whiskey while well, I talked about livebearded.com. I give it back to you. Quit livebearded.com. Um, <laughs>
2: This episode brought to you by...
1: We just named this episode livebearded.com. Oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> We're not angling for a sponsorship or anything.
1: No, not at all. Um, and only one of us has beard. And it's not even that big of a beard. Um, other than that, doing the livebearded.com thing, I have okay, okay. been working at my job, which is mind-numbingly slowest fuck right now. Mm. So, uh, I've been... Listening to lots of podcasts. Listening to a lots and lots of podcasts. Well, it
2: helps your other podcasts
1: does help my other podcasts, and speaking of which, I've been working on some other stuff for that one as well, um, writing up some episodes and stuff like that, trying to get ahead. And right now, I'm struggling with Valentine's Day is tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I have a Valentine's Tinder-related podcast ready to go, but it doesn't drop till next Monday, and I'm wondering if I should put up the release to it tomorrow, but I don't know.
2: I don't know. Only I you can know. decide that.
1: I don't know. I don't know what to do. Other than that, I've also been working out a lot. Um, yeah, you have. So, running and push-ups and sit-ups and weights. And so.
2: Good for you, man. Proud of you.
1: Yeah, and snow. Snow, snow apocalypse.
2: That did not happen. The That's, snow apocalypse there's nothing happened. To, there's nothing we woke to, up
1: one morning, and there was an inch and a half of snow, and we almost died.
2: And that wasn't even the event they were worried about. The Willamette Week called the impending snow after that. Um, this was supposed t- yeah. to drop on the, Sunday. The no snow, the no snow was supposed to be like the storm of the century and shit. You know what?
1: You know what we forgot though?
2: <laughs> and the rain just thawed all the little tiny bit of snow uh, yeah. we had yeah. out, which it was, was terrib- hal- terrible. It was hilarious. It was terrible. We will be real, Zach.
1: Do, do you remember what we forgot? What did we forget? We went out to dinner together. It's true. We did. I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but we had some delicious food that I don't think I could ever recreate again.
2: Um, yeah, let's talk about the restaurant, because that part was cool, too.
1: The restaurant was really cool. So it was a normal restaurant, except for there's a bookcase.
2: In the very back, behind, like, the kitchen.
1: Yep. And if you opened up, or if you pushed on a book or something, was it?
2: No, it was, like, you know, like, those old-timey, like, faucets? Like Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you kind of pull on the handle, and, like, water comes out into a trough? Gotcha, yep. It had the handle and, on the wall next to the bookcase, and if you pull on that...
1: It opened up the book. It's bucket. a
2: door, and there's this tiny, like, I don't know, five table yeah. restaurant. So, seat maybe 20, 25 people yeah. at most. And it's like a little hidden restaurant behind the restaurant, um, which you have to like, get on a six month waiting list to go to. And they only do, like, I think two dinner services a weekend, or no, maybe four. I, think, I don't know. I think there's an early and a late, so maybe four dinner services a weekend. And we had, like, a.
1: It's called Lang Ban.
2: Ling Ban. Um, How many courses was it? 14? Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11,
1: 12.
2: And we had some amazing food.
1: Oh, my God. We had, so we had, Uh, well, you could probably pronounce these a lot better than me.
2: Sure. Hoi Nang Rom um, Nai Nam Soup, which we had a sh- Shrunguku Oyster, Yup. Tobico, fried shallot, aromatic broth, and herbs. It's basically a really cool oyster shot. It was very good. We had like this um, scallop entree after that I'm with just... like
1: a weird like cookie crumble outside to it. It was yeah. Delicious. It was in a crispy rice cup. Yep, yeah, that's what it was. But ones.
2: it was like raw scallop um, with coconut cream and lemongrass and lime leaf. So good. I'm gonna try to go through these fast because a lot of them. Um, we had hay smoked veal like on skewers. Oh, they were on sugar. <laughs> so... They were on
1: sugar cane. I've never had sugar cane before, and oh my god, It
2: was so good. Then we had like. Um, a soup, which was uh the, the, this broth mm, yes its amazing broth um it had beef short rib, a tendon and lion's main mushroom, and it was so good the, I would drink the broth like just straight out of a cup um next we had cuttlefish with charred cucumber, walla walla onions. we had a lamb Tim
1: didn't want to cuddle with me while we had cuttlefish
2: I mean it it, you're in weird. public zach I mean, we only weird. cuddle during the podcast we've got gotcha. we've, we've, we've gone over packs. Yeah, I mean, those beds are small. Yeah. We had some lamb loin um, with cauliflower endives, Swiss chard, and preserved lemon. Um, kind of the main course was um, mm. all the stuff spread out a Thai Muslim style red curry with braised rabbit, rabbit belly jerky, Ooh. eggplant, and pickled ginger.
1: Funny thing about the Muslim curry, mm. Q had never heard of Muslim curry. That is funny. It was. I was like, so yeah, Tim and I tried some uh, red Muslim curry. He's like, What's a Muslim curry? Are you being racist? I was like, no, I'm not. I swear to God. Not oh, just
2: Muslim, Thai Muslim. Um, we had relish of smoked trout with crispy anchovies, cashews, lime, garlic leaves. That was good. Uh, soft shell crab with Madras curry, celery root, and Buddha's hand. And there was like
1: red hot ghost peppers in there somewhere.
2: I don't think so.
1: Well, no, in one of these entrees.
2: Oh, oh, um, there weren't red hot ghost peppers. there were chili peppers. Oh, okay, well, um, whatever they were. I, I ate one and it was fine, and then I ate another one and it was like literally three times the spicier. I was like yeah, tearing up.
1: Yeah, I, I bit into the really three times hot, hotter one.
2: Yeah, the, the first pitch. one was not as hot.
1: Tim like bought it or ate it and was like, mmm, this is good. And I was like, oh yeah, sweet. And I was like, holy fuck. And then Tim ate another one he was like, holy fuck.
2: <laughs> so we finished off the meal with purple sweet potato ice cream and a yellow mung bean custard with apple and turmeric coconut cream.
1: Which one was the one? There was one that all of us agreed were like, this was the letdown. The whole entire thing was that. Well, the, it was the custard, but was it just the was, custard. Yeah, it okay. just wasn't our our thing. Yeah, it wasn't. The rest of it. Oh my god. But I even can't... that wasn't bad. It just no. wasn't our flavor. Yeah.
2: It was amazing meal. Oh my god. So beautiful. we uh, it's on my Instagram account, but I don't know. if...
1: We'll tweet it out. Okay. I I've got, got some photos pictures. of everything. I got shittier photos than Tim. So.
2: Um, night mode on our phone does work it really amazing. well. Yeah. Um, so that was a really good meal. Really good time with uh, my I can't wife remember what the and.
1: Those were, but that was the ice cream custard, the, like, rice or oh, something. Oh, yeah, there was something crispy on top of yeah, it. Yeah, it was so good. There
2: was all, just oh so God. many ingredients. I
1: don't even know if I could ever have a meal that good again. Like, seriously.
2: Uh, it was a really, probably my, well, for 2019, it was the best meal I've it's had. the best
1: meal I've ever had.
2: It was amazing. Yeah. That's funny that we both forgot to put it on the outline.
1: Yeah. Well, I kind of rushed into it with that line, but... Um, so, yeah... Does that, bring, does
2: that bring us to our news?
1: It uh, it kind of does, yeah. You want to talk about some news? Let's do some news. Alright, Tim, got in the news.
2: I've got a lot of sad news, honestly. Um. So, Activision, Blizzard... Um, just had one of the biggest recent layoffs in recent memory. Almost 800 people um, lost their jobs at Activision Blizzard. So, what's shitty about that is the quarter four and fiscal earning year report. Activision Blizzard confirms a yearly net revenue of 7.5 billion dollars.
1: That's more than I'll ever see.
2: That's a company record and nearly half a billion more than the previous best, which was
1: 2017.
2: Wow. CEO Bobby Kotick said, while our financial results for 2018 were the best in our history, we didn't realize our full potential. To help us reach our full potential, we have made a number of important leadership changes. This included dramatic staff cost-cutting that... Yeah, they, they the people that brought them a half billion dollars more than 2017... Yeah, fuck you, goodbye, you're gone. You don't have a job.
1: I just don't get it.
2: I I do. Fuck Bobby Kotick, fuck Activision, fuck Blizzard. By the way, you know what games Blizzard has to release in 2019? None. Yeah. They got a shitty mobile game. Fuck them.
1: It's not like... They're now my what least favorite. What mobile game do
2: they got? It's that one that everyone was pissed about that was not Diablo 4. It's a Diablo... Mm,
1: right, the Diablo weird... That
2: they... That BlizzCon that they waited until the last minute to unveil. Everyone right. <laughs> was like, basically, is this a fucking joke? Is this for so, real? So,
1: this isn't the end of the show yet, right?
2: Yeah, no. but You know
1: what? They're probably laying 800 people off because they know they fucked up with that shitty game. Just saying.
2: 800 of them? I feel like that would be... It was decision.
1: 800 fuck-ups.
2: You know what? That's a, an executive decision. Fucking yeah. fire some executives. Yep. You'd probably save more money, too.
1: Although, I will say the one beautiful thing that came out of this is... I'm literally seeing non-game industry people... That are, like, celebrities, like, retweeting, like, celebra- like game industry people. I saw a lady, can't remember what her name was, um, but she had, like, maybe 200 followers on Twitter, mm-hmm. and she was the PR person for, uh, I think she her account said World of Warcraft or something like that, and she got laid off, and it was... I can't remember. It was some other random celebrity that I didn't even know was even interested in video games. Retweeted her stuff with like, can somebody find this woman a job?
2: Yeah, but this is happening a lot. And to companies that are making a shit ton of money.
1: Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense.
2: It's. I think it's time for game designers to unionize or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just don't hear about stuff like this in Hollywood or any other. And games make more money than Hollywood. Nowadays, yeah. So, Anyway. Fuck Activision. Fuck Blizzard. Um, one more sad news story. We don't usually do beer news, but this one kind of hit home for me. So Bridgeport Brewing. Um,
1: I don't a, think I've ever even had one of their beers.
2: Well. Can't now. Apparently you and a lot of other people because they, um, after, man. Oh, they opened in 1984 by local winemakers Richard and Nancy Ponzi.
1: So they must have been one of the very first micro brews. Yeah.
2: So Bridgeport Brewing. That was the first IPA I ever had. Um, It's kind of an iconic Portland IPA, the Bridgeport um, IPA. Hmm. But they are closing on March 10th. Um, That sucks. Due to declining sales and distribution. Because people like you never bought their beer. (laughs) Yep. Because they never changed with the times. Gotcha. It's just kind of sad. I'd be
1: interested to try one of their IPAs before they go out.
2: I mean, probably be able to until March 10th. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just kind of local sad news. Um, but on to happier news. Uh, today, as just before we recorded, Nintendo Direct happened, and um, this was a fairly eventful one.
1: You were really sad by by it. I could just tell you fucking hate the decisions they've made.
2: Not really. Um, I'm gonna save my favorite thing for last, but um, there's gonna be a Super Mario Maker two. Um,
1: that was kind of weird. I mean, well, I, I could see it happening.
2: I think it's natural for the platform because you yeah. got touchscreen. And- I know.
1: Just not a big fan of Super Mario Maker.
2: I feel like most of these stories won't be like exciting to you, as they will to some people. Um, I don't
1: know. The one I sent you is pretty exciting.
2: Okay. We'll get to that. Um, I'm interested in this one just because of Platinum Games. Um, they are doing a game called Astral Chain. It's a new it's an announcement. It's called an action game where you play as future cops and fight giant monsters. So huh. We'll just hear more about that later. Um, Dragon Quest 11 will hit Switch this fall. It's a huge franchise. Yep. Um so Captain Toad Treasure Tracker my son and I I's one of our favorite games we'll get um, a free update today that adds two player co-op to all the game's courses. Uh, that's and cool as hell. There will be 18 new challenges and five new courses via paid DLC. Oh shit, sweet. Um called the special episode. It's 6 bucks. Um
1: So you've bought that already.
2: Not yet. I haven't told my son. He will be thrilled. Um just cuz I have to pick up a card or whatever. I think uh, you can
1: buy it on the store.
2: Sure, but I want to I like paying cash. Oh, Yoshi's true. Crafted World coming March 29th. We'll have a demo. Yoshi's what? Yoshi's Crafted World. Um,
1: I like Yoshi's Woolly World. so I
2: think it's kind of like that. There's a free demo today. So Shit. check that out. Final Fantasy 9 coming to the eShop today. That's one of the few Final Fantasies actually completed. So i have to think I about haven't finished any of them. Um, I'll have to think about getting that one. And then uh, Final Fantasy 7 like everyone's you know the most like talked about one will be coming March twenty sixth. Alright, you ready for the, the big the big one? Yes. There's some other ones but well wait, there's one more I'll talk about. Starlink Battle for Atlas is getting more Star Fox related content in the spring update. You'll be able to play as Falco, Peppy and Slippy and take on the members of Star Wolf in the new battles in April. So there'll be like more pilots, more missions. Okay. And, like more, Sweet. S- more Star Fox content. So that's All right. cool. cool. Alright, the big news um
1: that you're disappointed in.
2: Um, why do you keep saying that? It's just not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't find it now, but basically, um, they're making a. Here it is: The Legend of, of Zelda: Link's Awakening is getting remade for Switch. So, this is a the first portable Zelda game. Came out in 1993 on black and white yep. on the Game Boy, and it's a weird little story. Like Link washes up on an island, doesn't remember anything. This island's like um. There's weird, there's Goombas on it. Yeah. There's other, like, really there's weird.
1: It's like, weird-ass shit that shouldn't be in Zelda.
2: And I hope they keep the ending, because the ending is, well, it's special. Um, I'm excited to play this. It looks amazing. Like, it's a top-down 3D perspective. Um, it
1: looks pretty cool. They've, like, updated a bunch of stuff. Graphics, obviously. Oh, I brought
2: something. Oh, I did skip one, Um, which mm. I thought was interesting. One other announcement. I'll get to that in a second.
1: Oh, that's cool as shit. What are you holding? The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Is this your original copy? hmm Nice. That's cool as hell.
2: Yep. So I'll get to play that soon. Um, a whole new graphic design. So the other thing that came out, dropped today, is a free-to-play um, Battle Royale game. So Which one? What Battle Royale game do you think my wife would theoretically be interested in playing?
1: Tetris.
2: That's right. It's called Tetris 99. Nuh-uh. It is out today. What the
1: fuck is Tetris 99?
2: Um, 99 players enter. One leaves. You versus the world.
1: <sighs> Come on, that's a fucking cool concept. That's a pretty fucking cool concept.
2: We're going to have to check it out in the break. Okay. I have not played it yet. I have it downloaded it ready to go. All right. So that's a pretty exciting Nintendo Direct that, that, for me. That's I know pretty that cool. not as many stories are interesting to you. I mean, but the Zelda thing is what caught my attention. Zelda, maybe...
1: Maybe the Yoshi thing.
2: Yoshi, um, and the, I mean, Tetris sounds interesting, right? The what? The Tetris is free to play. Yeah. And you're going to check out that Willy... Yeah, not the check wo- out
1: the, not the Willy World, Yoshi's, whatever the yes. it's called. So yeah, yes. that's a... Uh, All right, you ready to talk some tech?
2: Let's talk some tech.
1: Yeah, she is everywhere. Yeah.
2: So I'm honestly more excited to get to our kick it
1: segment this week.
2: So I'm gonna Just keep- read me
1: what the fuck your weather says.
2: So on my home screen it says These clouds won't leave, just like the fucking weirdos in your family. <laughs> so I was I've been checking out um weather apps um with attitude. And I checked out two. Um I I liked the first one, Carrot. But it's $4 a year um, to get the widget on the front like I want. And I did the three-day trial. And the problem was is I saw the same sayings um, in three different occasions pop up again. That's um, pretty shitty. So, yeah, for a three-day trial, I was not impressed. What I did like about Carrot was you could choose your political affiliation from independent, liberal, socialist, conservative. Nazi. Didn't have Nazi, but it did have conservative, Um, and then you could choose the level of like profanity. There was everything from mild to like psychotic, or and you could. Please, somebody did psychotic. I did. Uh, It was fun. Hold on, I want you to hear this. Oh, didn't do it. Oh well. Sometimes when you open it, it says something. Um, So the other one I got was called "What the Forecast." Um, and I like this one and I'm going with this one. Um, it How has much is this one. This one is free with ads. It has two options to pay. One is $4 for the widget on the home screen, which I did pay. Uh, it's a one-time fee. Okay. There's no, not, not a yearly subscription. Um, there's also within the app, a social networking thing where you can submit sayings, which I think nice. is cool. So you get user generated material that way. Um, and the other $4 you can spend is to remove the ads. But I left the ads because whatever. A okay, little ad at the bottom when, uh, I, yeah. when I actually open the app. Yeah. Um, for the home screen, I don't see the ads at all. So settings on this one has profanity on or off. Um, background scenes. Let me turn on the voice and see if that does anything different when I open it. Hold on. Nope. So I'm not sure what voice does. But whatever. It's cool. If you want a little like humor when you pop open your your home screen that's and cool. and learn what the weather is um i i recommend checking those out you can check out um what the forecast for free you just won't get the uh widget on your and i want the widget honestly yeah oh, the widget cool. just updated it's dark overcast and shitty outside <laughs> <laughs> so people are like what's the weather it's dark overcast and shitty outside yep so that's my tech talk for the week awesome what Te- the forecast technology making your life better
1: all right, guys, we'll be right back after this music break with our Kickstarter that Tim can't wait to get into and uh, 99 Tetris. Yes. And we are back. Kiss your juice in hand. Second half brought to us by Winchester Whiskey. Um, Tim, you want to kick it? Let's kick it. All right, and you're up, Tim.
2: All right. So speaking of my son earlier, one of his favorite things to do um, is talk to Amazon Echo. or okay. Alexa, he will ask her like questions. There's like riddle games you can play. He, at one point, actually said, Alexa is a member of our family. That's weird as hell. It's kind of creepy. Well, here's the next level. Little Sophia by Hanson Robotics. Introducing Little Sophia, Sophia the robot's little sister, and a new kind of STEM, AI, and coding learning companion for ages 7 to 13. So, when you are ready, sir, I've got a video to play for you. You're not quite ready, so I'm gonna talk about the, yeah, sorry. the goals for the Kickstarter, and then we'll get into it. So they're looking for seventy-five thousand dollars, which for this product which I haven't quite completely introduced to you yet. They are currently at 131 and 167 dollars. So they are almost double backed. 924 backers, 45 days to go. You can of course do oh my gosh, the lowest level is a Sophia High Five. Like the thank you, please support us. Twenty five bucks. Oh, not one dollar, not five dollars. Um, You can buy one of these things for $149. Um,
1: You should buy one for your son.
2: Interestingly enough, for $199, which is $50 more, you buy one and give one. You receive a little Sophia robot, and one will be donated to a STEM educational nonprofit organization of your choice. That's cool. That's kind of cool. So let's learn more about little Sophia from the original Sophia AI.
3: Hi, I'm Sophia. I might look human, but I am actually a robot. She she doesn't
1: look human. (laughs) No.
3: I am an innovative robot who uses sophisticated AI to communicate with humans. And as I interact with more and more people, I am constantly getting smarter. I have become a champion of innovation for the United Nations development program. I rub shoulders with world leaders, top business people, and celebrities. And now I'd like you to meet someone. Please welcome, Little Sophia.
1: This is like literally like little minions are gonna like go around and kill us all. Yes, I've already backed it for. Little 10.
3: Sophia is a 14-inch tall robot that can do all the amazing things. Big Sophia can do it in a smaller package.
2: Kill you in your sleep.
3: Sofia, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? I have a superpower. I can code. Little Sophia can create a deep connection with others by making eye contact and recognizing facial cues. Wow. She is curious about the world, she wants you to help her learn. She has an ever expanding imagination and can take you on wild adventures. I want to
1: teach Sophia, hey Sophia things.
5: Where's the asteroid belt?
3: The asteroid belt is between Mars and Jupiter.
1: Jupiter, not Jupiter. Isn't it
3: beautiful? You can learn things together with her. She is also full of personality,
2: she is always learning and and you can
3: teach her new tricks through her open source programming. Let's dance. Little Sophia wants girls to have fun learning math and science, so they become the scientists and engineers of the future. Help us begin mass production of Little Sophia, so we can inspire the next generation of scientists and engineers and discover the future together.
2: So, if you would like your own little Hi. robot buddy, um, 149 Hi. bucks, and there's 45 days to go, so you got plenty of time to back this creepy project if you want. So, what's your first kick it?
1: Um, uh, my first Kickstarter of the week is High Five.
2: So, I picked this for you, and there's you only did. four days, three days left. So,
1: um, uh, when we
2: drop this episode, will there even be a chance? Nope. Okay, I still think it's interesting for you and me. And also the presentation is pretty pretty hilarious.
1: Okay, sweet. So this is the most compact five-in-one cable, charging or charging cable. So let's go ahead and this. Let's listen to this.
6: We are presenting to you the world's first five-in-one charging cable, an innovation the world has never seen before. We call it High Five. One charging cable with five different connections to power almost any mobile device. Mm. Mm. Mm.
2: Micro USB and USB-C output.
4: Lightning and micro
2: micro USB 2-in-1 and USB-C connector. And it all fits in on a keychain fob.
6: Hi. I am Sasha. I'm the head this of marketing Sascha. here at Von Mehlen. and I will tell you the story of High Five and how we came up with this innovative idea and how we are planning to I'm make it accessible to basically anyone in the world.
4: Famous, this is the part where we
6: can cool,
2: with
4: the love
6: Random stock footage. Gorgeous, because we can't von Mehlen is a startup company based in lüneburg northern germany is where we're coming from and what makes us different julian our ceo has founded the company in 2015 along with fellow students but let's talk about high five in detail we are all carrying our smartphones throughout the day and we also like things that are small and convenient technology needs to solve problems The more problems solved, the better. We found that there are a lot of cable solutions, but not one that combines various interfaces. Mm -hmm. After starting the design process in May 2018 and crafting the first prototypes in late summer, we defined a strategy to enter the market in autumn of last year. Our design and engineer team took this challenge and came up with a solution that not only combines several types of adapters, but is also nicely designed strong and always ready to use. Everything is engineered in Germany, so we make sure that the quality is at high level. For example, Hi5's body. It is made out of a combination of 12 different metals, making the body extremely robust. Robust. We are just about to send the production order of Hi5 to the manufacturing site. So, Hi5 is coming anyway. In Thailand. With your help, no, we shooting. can bring High Five to basically any market in the world. Support us so that anyone can benefit from this amazing product and its many functions. And we can take over the world. With your backing, we are able to finance the final steps of production, final steps, sales, and communication. World so, domination! Back For the High bomb. Five today and get great early bird rewards. Famous,
2: the music's amazing. <laughs> I just the love, love the present Drop dead. Gorgeous, drop well, dead. Ooh, I mean, gorgeous.
1: We're just going to stay here for
2: the a little bit. Love that leaves us weightless. Ooh, leaves us weightless drop dead. If dead. there's
1: a level, like a $2 level you just buy for the music, I might buy that.
2: Um, so the, the guy, the presenter, reminds me of a cultural reference is probably way before your time. Jim Jones? No. Uh, oh. can you follow the link on out the outline? So it's a Saturday Night Live thing that's like literally way before your time, but um it like his whole persona like just reminded me of this.
5: Now's the time on Sprackets Family Dodge! I remember this guy.
0: we have on sprockets Our guest has been Jimmy Stewart. My name is Dieter. Auf Wiedersehen.
6: Hi, oh, I'll see sh- him sh- six weeks. I'm making
1: a f- <laughs> Dear God.
2: So so if you want one of these things, it's too late. It's, it's too late. late. But me and Zach can get one further.
1: How much? Yeah. Uh, well, they're looking for $17,005. Okay. They currently have 125207 They are hella backed. They're hella backed. Uh some would say that's a sprocket dance worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh four thousand nine hundred fifty four backers three days ago. Um a single high five is sixteen US dollars. That was free. Um uh, that was in black. There's all orange, kinds of colors. Dri- oh my god. Um high five C for okay. That's
2: just C on both sides. Oh. What's the top oh there's a lot of levels? Jesus Christ.
1: Uh one thousand two or one thousand twenty-one dollars the high five hundred C business, which is literally just a hundred of everything. And a POS display, piece of shit display, and free shipping. Free shipping anywhere in the
2: world. Oh for a thousand,
1: you get how many? Hundred. I mean It's not terrible.
2: No. So, I could totally see that in like some phone kiosk in oh the wall yeah, somewhere. For
1: sure. So uh what else you got, Tim?
2: Alright. if you ever just Wanted to paint it all black.
1: I mean, I've done this before, and then now it's now it's racist, Tim.
2: No, no, I mean just like black, like inky black, like darkness of your soul. You just want make it, just want to make it all black, just make it. Oh
1: black. yeah, yeah, that's my daily like goal. All
2: right, well, this guy can help you. And I thought this product was cool to begin with. It's it's a really black paint. It's like the blackest black paint in the world, right? Um, it absorbs ninety eight to ninety nine percent of visible light. Um. So I thought this product was was kind of cool just on its own. But then, okay, I, I'm, I'm saying all this to explain why I'm going to play an entire five-minute video for you. When it got to why the creator of this project did this and went to the effort of making this paint and offering it to the public, it got even better because it's petty. And I am all here for this level of petty. So go ahead and play the video.
5: Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here on Kickstarter. Um, I'm here to ask for your help. We've created the world's blackest black paint, and it's absolutely phenomenal. It absorbs between 98 and 99% of light. This stuff is unbelievable. You won't believe what it does when you paint it on objects, on your art, and make things with it. I'm here because I really need your help. We've been making paint for a couple of years and sharing it with artists all over the world. But unfortunately, this stuff is so advanced and way beyond what we can make here in our little studio. We need to go to a bigger factory. And to do that, we need a little bit of money up front. And I'm hoping you guys are going to be generous enough
1: Why is this to pre-order your
5: paint and is- pledge and help us get this awesome just, substance just in the it, hands it of every maker, creator, and creative out there. Well, almost every hands, apart from this one guy. Basically, let me tell you the story. A couple of years ago, a company time. in England, a science lab, created the blackest man-made substance. It was amazing. It was like military, nanotech, grey, super yep, yep. NASA stuff. It needed to be grown in a lab at something like 800 degrees and cooked on in a really expensive process by super scientists. Anyway, those guys signed an exclusive agreement with this bloke, Anish Kapoor, that meant only he could make artwork out of it. Now, obviously, all the art community thought that was utterly wrong and rotten. I did too. I mean. Oh, I can't imagine what awesome work I'd make if I actually had the blackest black in the world. Anyway, they turned all the artists away who asked to use it. So I thought I'd do something about it. I've been making paint now for about 20 years to use in my own work when I do art shows or exhibitions. So I had this stuff that was really pink. I mean, like the pinkest pink that it's ever pinked. So the pinkest pink Stay you've with ever with seen. Stay with me, Zach. So I put it up on the internet for what it cost me to make it. The
1: world's biggest pig. Any artist from any
5: walk of life could use this. Because I wanted to make a point about elitism and self-expression and the fact that everybody should be able to make art with things, with colour. It should be for everybody. Except on the website, I put a little disclaimer, a legal disclaimer. That all artists apart from Anish Kapoor could use it. You had to sign an agreement that you weren't Anish Kapoor, you weren't going to share it with him, and you weren't an associate with him. Sadly, a couple of weeks later, tragedy struck. Anish Kapoor got our pink, and he dipped his middle finger in it and put a picture on Instagram saying, Up yours pink. I mean, the reaction was off the charts. Everyone was mortally offended obviously, and I was too. And everybody started writing to me and saying, Stuart, what are you going to do about this? He's got our pink. Can you not make a black, a black as good as Anish's black? And I thought, well, maybe. We tried, but we couldn't do it. So we reached out to the community, and you guys were amazing. You gave us loads of clues and recipes and ideas, and we managed to make black too. Since then, we've shared it with tens of thousands of artists all over the world. And if you get five minutes, go on Instagram and check out the hashtag ShareTheBlack and you'll see the most amazing work being made. But it's always been niggling at the back of my mind that we what could that make word? a better black, black. black, a better um, black, oh, niggling? a super yeah. black, it just means like that we could okay. obliterate black too and Anish Kapoor's black once and for all. That's why we made this stuff. Black 3. The blackest, the mattest paint yeah, in it. the known universe. It's like a black hole or avoid in a bottle. So over the last couple of years, we've shared loads of materials that we've made right here in our little studio in Dorset. We've shared the world's most potent light-emitting pigment powder. We created the world's first not-for-profit watercolor palette that meant all artists could afford pro watercolors. We even created a completely compostable plant-based glitter that wouldn't harm the environment with microplastics, and we've been doing really well. And we love you guys so much who are using our stuff, but we just need your help to be able to share this black three with everybody. We need some money up front to go to that factory. If you can help, if you fail to pre-order the black three, whatever niche today, is like, we'll click that an and green well, that's just the thing, They've taken we've away. away his some exclusive amazing black thank you bundles. This. To thank you for your because support, because it really does mean so blood. much to us. Yeah, but if we want to now? see what you make with it. I can't it's wait to point. see the work. But sadly, if we don't hit our target during this campaign, that is not going to happen. The bad guys are going to have won. The world will be a darker place, and we won't get to express ourselves with this super pain So please, if you can, support this. Let's get this stuff to everybody. And show what happens when a community of artists come together and decide to change things. I love you so much. Thank you for your support. Hit me up in the messages or on social media if you need any help with anything. I'm always here. Love you guys. Let's hope this works. Thank you.
2: So I know his shirt's annoying, but I think what he's doing is really cool. He's like, all right, this one artist has the exclusive rights to the blackest black. All right,
1: this one guy's a real douchebag. So so like, let's, let's take away him.
2: his like, exclusive thing and make something that anybody can use. Uh, so share the black hashtag on uh, Instagram. Check share it out. The black. Share the black. Um, so black 3.0. I'm black. Always been on black. Um, they're looking for $32,258. They are currently backed at $291,414. Um, 5,016 backers, 36 days to go. Um, backing levels back the black is $33. It gets you a 150-milliliter bottle of black 3.0, a sticker pack, and a neon badge set. Um, there are several other, oh, early access friendliest friend, um, is $65. Gets you, uh, the bottle of the black 3.0. How much? Uh, $65 would get you two of them. A friendship bracelet, the blackest pink pencil and a neon badge set. That's early bird for the earliest friendliest friend level. Um, there's a level called all black, everything, big beast, early access, big beast,
1: the Big Black Beast is what they should have named it.
2: Anyway, Early Access Big Black Beast is the highest level.
1: Wait, there is one called the Big Black Beast?
2: Oh, no. Just Big Beast, sorry. Yeah, see, I was going to say. You poisoned my mind, you asshole. Yeah,
1: if it was Big Black Beast, I'd be So that comes with that four
2: bottles of the black, uh, neon badge set, sticker pack, commemorative, uh, black 3.0 mug, the blackest black book, blackest pink pencil, and a True Stripes screen-printed organic house bag. So, I, don't, I just thought that was really cool. <laughs> I just thought it was just gloriously petty hey tim yeah what's tomorrow uh valentine's day
1: yep love sync.
3: sex
0: that's a really weird way to start off
3: i'm just stalling right now hoping she's in the mood for some horizontal hustle
0: and i'm just waiting for him to make the first move so we can do the mattress mambo i love her And i love him <laughs>
3: i'm just not always sure she's ready to do some dancing in the sheets when i am i've been shut down before it's kind of embarrassing
0: Not
4: right
0: now. I'm all sweaty. Me too. Eventually, it leads us to stop trying as often. Well, you're in luck because there's LoveSync.
2: LoveSync is a device that lets you know when both of you are in the mood for some
0: <laughs> It's super simple. All you have to do is place a button at each of your bedsides and when you're feeling a little roundy, you just anonymously push the button. Anonymous. There's no risk of rejection. If only one of you pushes the button It's like tinder in the bedroom. Nothing happens and your partner's not. But if your partner's also ready for a pants-off dance-off, they'll press their button. The Lovesync technology combines these anonymous inputs and recognizes that anonymous. there is consensus. It lets you both know by emitting a swirling glow from the buttons. <laughs>
2: Actors are ripping them clothes up.
0: Pressing the button multiple times sets a longer time period that you'd be down for boppin' squiddles.
3: Rumpus humpus.
0: Hack in the sack.
3: Two-person push-ups.
0: It's amazing for those times where you wouldn't mind being surprised in the middle of the night.
3: Which I avoided in the past,
0: fear of waking me. We surveyed couples across the globe, and over 50% said they would initiate more often if they knew they wouldn't be rejected by their partner. LoveSync is perfect for partners because it alleviates sexual frustration.
3: (laughs) You'll
2: always know when you and your significant other are ready for sexy time.
0: So if you think LoveSync can help you, why not try it?
3: Back us today and get your LoveSync on.
1: These people haven't met me. I have no problem talking to anybody about this type of shit. Sex. Have they not seen me at PAX?
6: you <laughs> like
5: like, welcome. Sex. Trainers. That's a really weird one.
1: <laughs> Sex. Sex. It's the first, hi, my name is Zach. Sex. No? All right, moving on.
2: <laughs> sir, this is an Arby's. <laughs>
1: uh, sir, this is a uh, McDonald's? <laughs> oh, this isn't a have it your way?
2: So, yeah, this is kind of a ridiculous product
1: little bit. Um, great video though. It was well amazing video. Uh, Very they're well. looking for seven thousand five hundred. Apparently, uh, hundred ninety backers have this issue because they're already at eight thousand six six hundred forty four. Uh, twenty seven days ago. Now, if this did it wirelessly, I would buy one. Just to put one in your bedroom and one in mine, and you'd just be like, Tim, Tim, look <laughs> his zach Tim, I said no. <laughs> Tim, Tim. Zach's like, <laughs> I'm like, Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim, Tim, <laughs> check the button. Tim, check like, the button. I threw the button. button away
2: a month ago, Zach.
1: <laughs> so uh, the early bird's gone, sadly, for forty-four. The well, super there's early like, bird, there's the multiple... fifty early bird. The why are there so many fucking early birds? I, I don't know. All right, well, there is 50 dollars. There is forty-three of, of those mm-hmm. left. After that, it's fifty-seven. Um, the double love. So apparently,
2: why would you get two? I, like. Seriously, what's the use case for that?
1: Maybe one on the couch. Polygamy? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe the two wives are ready, but the husband's like, eh.
2: Dude, I'm tapped out. Seriously, so guys. Then the
1: wives are like, well, I guess we can go to each other. Oof. I don't fucking know. Four times the love for 190 How I don't even want
2: to know that situation.
1: That one's like some weird human centipede, and nobody's tapping the button on okay, that. Okay,
2: so th- they actually have a really low level, I will say. at 7500 for a technology product.
1: Wait, what? Seventy five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, that's super low. It's super simple though.
2: I guess it's just like a USB. It's just basically the LED and like LED. It's some kind of communication. Yeah. It's uh, like you know what it is. It's those fucking Amazon Easy buttons. When you run out of yep, toilet paper, basically, <laughs> and you push the button, and, and instead and of it ordering
1: it. something, it literally just lights up.
2: Yeah, you get surprise sex. It doesn't the
1: say anything. It doesn't alert your phone. It literally just like then everybody like. So, imagine you and your wife sitting okay, on the bed, okay. and you tap it, and then you're just constantly looking at it like, is it is it vibrating around? Okay, but
2: it does send out a signal, so I wonder if like this would ever become an Amazon Alexa-enabled app, where it'd be like, Tim's horny again. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like the, the Alexa just like announces it randomly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Or... Or maybe uh, the little Sophia will walk up to your son. Your dad's horny again. <laughs> yes, little Sophia.
2: Pull, pulling on my wife's ankle. Timmy's horny. Go service your husband. This is a nightmare. Uh, this is like the worst future.
1: Uh, I love it so much. <laughs> it's terrible. I kind of want to buy it now.
2: No, don't waste your
1: $50. Uh Oh, shit. All right, Tim, we ready talking some video games? Yeah, let's talk about some video games. All right, to... I played Red Dead Redemption 2.
2: Okay. This is allegedly a video game podcast where we sometimes talk about video games. <laughs> exactly. Very end
1: of the podcast. I've,
2: I played a little bit more Kingdom Hearts. Um, the bullshit's kind of wearing on me at the moment, but maybe I'll get back into it.
1: Have you played Mickey yet?
2: You don't play as Mickey, but yes, Mickey's been around. Lame. I've played even more of Super Mario Odyssey. I think I'm actually pretty close to the end of the game.
1: Huh? I'll I'm... kill you. <laughs>
2: I'm at uh, Wario's Kingdom, so I think I'm pretty close. There was this really epic no battle idea. with a dragon. Like, it looked like something out of Dark Souls. But what? Mar- but Mario was fighting. It was fucking weird. Like We'll look it up on YouTube after. It, right. it
1: just, like... It that looked- sounds weird as fuck. Uh, this game Dark has... Dark Souls Mario. The
2: thing I like about Mario Odyssey is there's lots of what-the-fuck moments. Dying state Last week, Dying. I talked about how there's was a wriggling piece of meat, and I was actually in a clown costume before that, so... I was like clown mario possessing a piece of meat and then wiggling to get the, the attention of I know it's just it's fucking bizarre. Okay, so I'm still into that. I'm going to beat it. I think I'm going to beat it this month. Um I also picked up a game that we talked about last week um as a new release, Requiem Sweet Um it's a Zelda esque. It's got like really simple graphics but set on an island in like New Zealand or something. But
1: Save you- me nink
2: yeah, it's like a, not
1: link because that's copyrighted.
2: It's cool. You collect feathers. You get all these weapons and like yo-yos and cricket bats and yo-yos. It's got. Dun- I like yo-yos. It's got dungeons. Dude, where
1: can you buy a yo-yo nowadays? I want to buy a yo-yo. I'm ch- Amazon
2: yo-yo. Um, so so far I'm liking it. Um, the graphics are so simple. It looks great on handheld. It when you blow it up on the big screen, it looks kind of like rudimentary. But um, the gameplay is really tight. I love how you roll in the game. Um. It's fun. Uh, I, I like the dungeon so far, too.
1: I'm already overwhelmed looking at Yo-Yo's. There's a Yo Mega Power Brain XP Yo-Yo. Right, so let's do it Has game... a synchronized clutch and smart switch.
2: Let's do the game releases so Zach can go look I at Yo-Yo's. Super overwhelmed. I will read them right so now. he can keep looking at Yo-Yo's. Thanks right. again to Gavin Sheen and Blaine Cool for compiling this list. We've got Jump Force Ultimate this Edition. This kid makes it look so easy. PC, PS4, Xbox One. <laughs> We've got the Liar Princess and the Blind Prince, which that's interesting. Why did you
1: bring up Yo-Yo's, you bastard? I don't know.
2: You're going to buy a Yo before this is over. PS4 and Switch, Trials Rising, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. February the 13th, that's today, right? Yep. Away, Journey to the Unexpected. I played a demo of this at PAX. It's like a roguelike first person, and you like befriend other people, and you can switch between them. Nice. So you can like be this drunk wizard that shoots fireballs. Um, imagine like Doom, but like kitty graphics. Car. I don't know. It's, it's really weird. Um, G- February fourteenth, Code realize this gotta be a Japanese game. Code colon realize Winter Tide Miracles, PS4 Vita. Yeah. Uh, Oli Oli St- Switch Dance on Switch. February fifteenth, Crackdown three fucking finally. This was supposed to come out in I think
1: two thousand fifteen. That would be for the. Uh- original ps4 launch
2: no for xbox dude this is a xbox oh, one okay um so it's finally coming out whatever it is for pc huh. and xbox one and then we got dreamworks dragons dawn of new Riders for ps4 switch and xbox one far cry new dawn pc ps4 xbox one jump force pc ps4 xbox one metro exodus pc huh. ps4 and xbox one it's coming out on pc but not on steam and then lastly, February 18th, Heretic Operative for PC. Nothing about that game. All right, Tim. Yes.
1: So we went from Yo-Yos to something else. Can you guess what else now I'm looking at buying? I have no freaking idea where you just, go from Yo-Yos. Just yo's. guess. Uh, pogo sticks. Nope.
2: Um, USB marital aids.
1: Nope. But I did find a yo yo that looked pretty interesting. So these cool Yo-Yos are out. I, I was looking at skateboards, by the way. Okay. Um. The Merlin. It's only 12 bucks. I mean... What
2: makes the Merlin special?
1: It's green. Okay. And it has responsive yo-yo. What does that with mean? With a narrow seat bearing.
2: Did you ever play yo-yo with a, Like, are you good at... Do you know tricks like walk the dog? Nope. And you don't know any of that stuff?
1: Well, I used to when I was a little kid. When my grandpa was dying, they bought us yo-yos. So Here. there was like 12 of us learning how to play yo-yos. Here, go play with this. Yep, exactly. Um, apparently, there's a yo-yo baby stroller. What? Yeah. What does
2: that even mean?
1: Oh, the yo-star it's blue and black. Oh my god, there's one called the locust. It's a like a it's cool looking blue color. Mhm. Oh, this is a bad it's fucking hole for me to go down. So for you, like I feel this like you have to get one that's terrible. like you got
2: to get ones with LEDs in them. It's like yeah. your computer. Okay, hold on, yo-yo LED. Right okay, there. literally you're going to be doing this for hours. So oh, let's end shit. the shit. There's one,
1: there's one called the Fight Diablo Triple Bearing so Zach, LED Light Up Professional. Where can
2: they hear more of our bullshit on social All media?
1: All right, you guys can find us at youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. Thebunsmashers.com, probably the best place to find us. Uh, plug and play at plug and play cast, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, I think. Sure, yeah. Yep, I think so. And until next week, don't forget to Prime. And play with your yo-yos. Yo-yo. Wait, hold up. Oh my god, you're killing me. Hey, Tim. What? What do you normally say at the end of the podcast? Fuck Nazis. Yep, you really fucked up a few weeks ago, Tim.
2: So did you. You didn't see this either.
1: Yeah, but this is you're saying.
2: Yeah, there was a Kickstarter called "Always Be Punching Nazis."
1: Always. It was called. Always punch Nazis. Always punch Nazis. Sorry. And it was a comic, and, and by Ben Ferreri. And we. It's didn't... a forty-four page comic book anthology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about our country's battle against racism, and mm-hmm. it's based in the U.S. So the U.S. battle against racism.
2: Somehow I did. I didn't come across it. Yeah.
1: So. Anyways, well, it was looking only for a hundred dollars. Thanks, Zach. I will
2: go to my grave it with was your regrets.
1: Only looking for a hundred dollars. They had five thousand six hundred forty-six at the end. Two hundred sixty-two days or two hundred sixty-two backers. You got a PDF copy for five dollars. The print edition was fifteen. Mm. The head sketch edition, which I'm gonna was find a way to buy twenty five off of them. Okay, we'll sign and draw a one-of-a-kind mm. head sketch on your book. Um, the big granddaddy of them all, two hundred. Louis Rivera special original. Hold
2: on. Are you actually doing a bonus kick it? I am. After the show ends?
1: It's not even over yet. Until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. And Tim forgot to punch Nazis. I hate you right
4: now.
2: (laughs) I'll butter your beard.